Welcome to the YDT Summit, the show where we interview the professionals, grab the best knowledge we can to equip you so you can go into the dance industry with confidence. Enjoy. I'm very good, thank you. How are you doing? Great, thank you very much. <laughs> um, for anyone that hasn't heard much about you, do you mind giving a bit of background, sort of where you've been on your journey up to here? Yeah, um, I'm originally from Tokyo, Japan. I started my dance training in hip hop and ballroom Latin dance back in Tokyo. And then I met a contemporary dance teacher at my school. And then I decided to move to London to train in contemporary dance at Laban. And I did the transitions, the postgraduate dance company up there. And since then I've been working as a freelance dancer and choreographer and teacher. Um, yeah, and then last year I made a piece for BA2 at Northern School of Contemporary Dance. That's how kind of we, we met. But yeah, that's <laughs> the nutshell of my career, I suppose. <laughs> nice. Because um, you do quite a lot of teaching as well as sort of performing and things and creating your own works. How have you yeah. managed to sort of balance all those things together? Yeah, it's, it's tricky. <laughs> However, like I think the portfolio career is like a main thing within the arts at the moment, you know, as the like a full time jobs aren't that available. Like as a dancer, you know, how, there are very few positions as a freelance dancer in the companies. So, yeah, I've been I guess I started as a performer working but also I at some point like I, I think I did about four years just being a performer and then at some point I was like oh I actually have something to say like I want mm. to make my own work to uh, to say something and so that was the first kind of fast working as a choreographer and then also like being a dancer I used to go and take like professional classes all the time yeah. and it used to give me life like it is you know between in between contracts and jobs like you want to keep training and stay fit and learning new styles within the contemporary dance and I was I as I was taking I was like oh I wish I could teach one day um so yeah and then I think as I was I started making my own work there are more opportunities to actually teach that was quite interesting that my choreography stuff kind of brought me to more educational kind of teaching professional classes teaching um like company classes and teaching like a conservatory students and stuff like that that's really nice um I really I think this kind of juggling act of different roles I guess gave me like a financial stability a little bit more mm -hmm. than just having a one role because kind of gave me more options. Um, but at the same time, um, usually like choreographic job, like choreography job comes in like long in advance, like half a year or sometimes even a year in advance where I feel like dance jobs come in very last minute, yeah. you know, <laughs> audition notice, you apply for it. And then, you know, sometimes you need to go into audition 
since mm. once you get the invitation, like you have two days to show up for the auditions, and then in a week time you will get you know your job start. So it's quite quick turnaround as a dancer. So I think once I started working as a choreographer, I had to make sure that I give space for dance jobs, um, not taking all the choreography jobs so that I can be available for, because there, there were moments that I, I missed the like dance jobs because of I took the choreography contracts first. And um, yeah, so I don't know, I spoke quite a bit, but that kind of nutshell, I suppose. Nice. Um, and you're sort of working internationally as well, aren't you? Yeah. Sort of travel around quite a bit. Um, do you find you tend to look for jobs and then travel in and around those? And also, you've kind of explained already, but just sort of keeping yourself financially stable whilst yeah. working internationally. Um, do you yeah. find that's a lot more helpful with just taking on a bit more jobs in different roles? Yeah, I think so. But also, like, I guess I started taking jobs internationally more as a performer first. And then I guess I went where, wherever the job was. Yeah. And also, like, the rest of the Europe, especially, like, um, Germany or even Scandinavian, like Sweden and other countries, tend to have a longer contract available for dancers and also support there and conditions there a bit much better than the UK yeah. <laughs> so that really helped me to have a bit more stability and um, also yeah then from there oh I don't know yeah maybe because also I started doing rehearsal directing for UK dance companies mm -hmm. then they went um, abroad to kind of recreate the piece that I was yeah. in or so like literally this kind of opening your avenues as much yeah. as possible and being <laughs> open to it gives you a lot more opportunities. Um, if you are, if you like that kind of lifestyle of juggling, it's not easy, but it does give you kind of different perspectives yeah. of yeah being in arts or dance industry, I suppose, which is, I find it quite fun. But... Nice. <laughs> mm. um, and for people that want more of that kind of steady lockdown, not lockdown, but like yeah. um, more in one place type of lifestyle, um, would you say just opening yourself up to more variety of jobs can help financially in that sense? Yeah, I think, um, yes, I would say having more yeah options do help. Mm -hmm. But also doing network or being seen helps yeah. a lot as well. So like going to take dance classes or online or doing company classes online even, just to being seen by the people who offer jobs yeah. um, really helps. And um, But I, I mean, at the beginning of my career, I was working in a restaurant as well. And um, But I think... Because I think it, people have different preferences. I, when I was working in a restaurant, I was like, oh, actually, I really want to be working in full time yeah. within dance. And I tried to do that by increasing the roles within dance, like rehearsal director, choreographer, teacher. That really helped me. But I think some people 
are like wants to stick to like performer's role that's i think totally fine if that's what you enjoy and then having a you know part-time job elsewhere if that's what you really enjoy then i think that's okay and aiming for getting a full-time dance company contract but having that part-time job aside until you get there that is totally you know if that brings you joy i think you should go for it but i think i personally just really wanted to be in the dance environment or theater environment the whole time so that was my like clear decision that i took and went for it nice oh did I answer your question <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much and um yeah can the last question i wanted to ask um i saw that you've recently been appointed to an equity dance committee um, do you mind sort of explaining what that involves? Sort of, yeah, just all things. Yeah. Equity dance. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. If it's okay, I'm going to explain what equity dance committee is. Of course. Cause it, yeah. Cause I think a lot of people don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so the, the equity dance committee is part of equity, which is performing arts union. Like it's a union for anybody who works in um, performing arts industry. Mm -hmm. So it's not just for actors, actually for dancers, choreographers, um, magicians, singers, like a variety of act, circus artists as well. And so they, they represent performers and people working industry. And within the union, we have committees which are um, made of actual members so like we have equity dance committee which is entirely like made of dancers and choreographers at the moment it's entirely like independent dance artists like portfolio carrier working in subsidized sector and um so yeah we gather together like twice or three times a year to talk about the issues that we have in the industry and then feeding back to the equity so that they can take actions I mean we take actions as well by like writing letters to MPs or um, cultural secretary and also holding meetings for members to come together to talk about the issues and um, things like that um, but obviously with the lockdown <laughs> we, it was so urgent and we really wanted to be the support for dancers. Um, so we were meeting probably like every other week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite intense. But yeah, we, we kind of created templates for people to write to their MPs. And we created like a pack, information pack of where you can find the financial support and yeah other supports that support that is available like a mental health uh, helpline and um yeah things like that so it's been quite intense but as a so me being appointed to the chair was um yeah i've been doing this committee for about four years mm -hmm. and um the fifth year I just kind of decided, okay, maybe it's time to step up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for a while. And um, so, yeah, I am co-chairing actually with another artist called Sarah Wookie. Mm -hmm. I think she, she works sometimes at the Northern as well, yeah. uh, lecturer. And yeah, so we basically, as a chair, we organize the meeting for the committee 
and we run and chair the meetings and also in communication with the equity staff members mm-hmm. and yeah it's i don't know it that's that is that enough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally um those resources you were mentioning mentioning um is there places people can go to find those yeah, 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 absolutely. If you go to um, Equity Dance Committee Instagram account, there is a, in the bio, you can go through there. And I'm happy to send you the link if it's helpful. Fantastic. <laughs> um, I'll edit it so that it just appears down here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so if people want to sort of follow what you're doing, maybe connect mm-hmm. with you, um, where should they go to do that? Uh, in terms of equity, um, just any um, sense, more, uh, more it, generically. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can follow me on um, on Instagram or Facebook, or yeah. In terms of equity, you can follow Equity Dance Committee Instagram and Facebook as well. <laughs> I've been running the social media side with another person, so. If yeah, if you don't see my name, I still like behind the screen doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic! Thank you very much for coming on today. It's been a pleasure chatting to you, and yes, I'll see everyone in the next interview. Thank you. Bye.